0: Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with some new favorites for you from our latest book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, The Spirit of Canada. I'm trying something new for the summer and I'm going on a a three-day-a-week schedule instead of five days a week. So on Mondays, I'll be posting a podcast with a couple of my favorite stories for instant inspiration for you. And on Wednesdays, I'll be posting a podcast with a couple of my favorite stories from our latest books, so you can get a sense of the new books that are available from us. Fridays will remain the same. That's the day we post a longer podcast, when I talk to someone who I think you'll find interesting. So this book about the spirit of Canada has been such a big hit. Canada is celebrating its 150th anniversary on July 1st, so there's a big nationwide celebration going on. And I know a lot of Americans are vacationing in Canada these days, too, because the U.S. dollar is so strong versus the Canadian dollar. Our book is like taking a journey across Canada. But like our books about the U.S., it also focuses on what makes Canadians special. And in both countries, it turns out that our writers for The Spirit of America and The Spirit of Canada focus a lot on the kindness of their fellow citizens. So in our first story... Michelle Dinnick tells us that her father had grown up during the Depression, and he was not one to throw anything out, certainly not if it was, quote, still good. So one year, as the weather got colder, Michelle's father dug his warm gray coat out of the closet, and he noticed that the sleeves and the collar were starting to fray. So he asked his wife to buy some fabric for him, and then he sewed it all around the frayed edges of his coat. (laughs) And it was a piece of black faux fur, so his his coat looked pretty unusual after that, but, but he loved it. Another thing that Michelle's father got from growing up during the Depression was a real appreciation for the fact that sometimes people fall in hard times. He spent a lot of time walking around their neighborhood in Toronto, and he would always hand out spare change to homeless people. Then one night, he saw one of the regular homeless guys who they called Old Joe Old Joe was pushing his shopping cart by their house, loaded with all his possessions, and he was wearing some really old boots with the soles visibly flapping in the snow. Michelle's father called out to Joe and said he had something for him, some boots. And he got the boots, and he also had his wife pack a warm dinner for Joe. And then he got some socks for Joe also. And then he made a big decision. He took his old gray coat with that black faux fur trim, and he handed that to Joe as well. Michelle asked her dad what he was going to wear now, and he said he already had another coat, a brand new one that his wife had purchased for him, so he would switch to that one. And then, as Joe went on his way, Michelle watched her dad start preparing his next gift for Joe for the next time he saw him. He took some paperback books, and he put them in an old briefcase with with some pens and paper and a few subway tokens. Every time Michelle saw old Joe after that, he was wearing that gray coat with the black faux fur trim. Many years later, Michelle's dad died, but when she went to visit her stepmother, she would still see old Joe pass by wearing her father's coat, and that always made Michelle smile. And then one winter evening, Michelle was leaving her stepmother's house, and she saw that coat again. But it wasn't Joe who was wearing it. It was a new guy. And that made Michelle happy, too. Even though her dad was gone and old Joe seemed to be gone, too, that coat was still working away, keeping someone warm. And the memory of her dad and old Joe wearing that coat made Michelle's heart warm, too. Janet Seaver wrote another story about kindness for the book, but from the perspective of the recipient. Janet and her family were new immigrants to Canada from Minnesota. Like many immigrants, they were having a tough time financially as they got started in a new country. On top of moving, Janet's husband was having trouble at work, their teenage son wasn't handling the move very well, and they were having some health issues in their family. Christmas was coming up, but there was no money to do anything about it, and they definitely couldn't afford to go back to the United States and visit family. And then on December 14th, the doorbell rang. It was dark outside and they weren't expecting anyone, but their daughter opened the door and then she said, Mom, there's a box on the doorstep with presents and nobody is out here. Well, that mysterious box contained numerous packages wrapped in bright Christmas paper. Each one had a typewritten tag. Open December 14th, open December 15th, open December 16th. There were 12 of them for the 12 days of Christmas. The first tag was attached to a turkey, and the tag read, Our love is given anonymously, so enjoy fun with your family, but don't tell anyone, please. Janet put the turkey in the freezer and the rest of the gifts under the tree. And after that, they gathered each day to open one more gift, and each one had a clever little note on it. So they would get together to open a gift and to guess what the package contained from the note. It became a game for them. And even their teenage son, who was unhappy, would participate. As the days passed, they discovered potatoes, sweet potatoes, a package of marshmallows, cranberries, packages of gelatin, pickles, olives, cans of green beans, corn, mints, ginger ale, and nuts. Altogether, the packages made a complete Christmas dinner for four people. Now, this happened 20 years ago, and they never did find out who left them all those gifts. But they got on their feet, and they still live in Canada, and they still remember that wonderful welcome to an immigrant family just when they needed it. With all the negativity out there this year, we're finding that our books about people being kind and tolerant and compassionate and inclusive are really doing well. In fact, after having a big up year in 2016, we're having another up year. I guess everyone is feeling like they need some chicken soup for their souls these days. If you're Canadian or you're thinking about vacationing in Canada, pick up a copy of Chicken Soup for the Soul, The Spirit of Canada. In Canada, it's available everywhere that books are sold, the big hit that it is. In the U.S., you can order it online from bn.com or amazon.com. Also, if you want to learn more about the book, I want to tell you about an exciting new feature on our website. Go to chickensoup.com and click on the podcast button and you'll see all the books that are featured on this week's podcasts. You can click on the book there, and you can read more about it. Come back Friday to meet Andrew Iacovone. He's an American soldier who was stationed in Afghanistan and sat down with his guitar and a friend and composed some amazing music that went viral on YouTube and also got them a position as the opening act for country star Craig Morgan. It's a great story about two young men serving their country and achieving some well-deserved recognition.